Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santi Noteas. First and foremost, as always, I want to thank the uh, faithful and return listeners. And uh, if you're a new listener, please stick around, and I hope you find this podcast entertaining and informative. And uh, if you know of anybody else that might enjoy this podcast, please share along, and, and, um, and I hope you all stay. I also want to give a special thanks, uh, continued special thanks to all those uh, across the sea listen, uh, listeners. Uh, it's great, you know. It's it's awesome to see uh, the support from across uh, across the sea and, and other countries. Um, you know, on the analytics page in this application, Anchor.fm, uh, it shows a running list of all the countries that are dialing into your podcast or you know uh, clicking in on it and i just see that list growing and growing and growing so it's really powerful and again thank you very much and 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 i hope to uh to retain your all's interest you know so if you remember there is a blog dedicated to all things medical assistant just go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com you'll find all the episodes uploaded there you can find your favorite episode and send me a voice message if you have a concern comment correction whatever it is and you know what let's make you a uh, guest here on all things medical assistant we're fortunate enough to have uh, we're fortunate enough to have had one guest so far Zach Dam he's a medical assistant as well and uh, it went great <clears throat> and i think his uh, podcast has turned out to be the second most listened to episode uh, here on all things medical assistant you know, and especially all you listeners, um, you know, in other countries across the sea, you know, send me a message. Let's get you on to the, um, onto the, uh, the podcast. Now, you don't need to have podcasting equipment. You don't need to have uh, anything uh, special to do this. All you need is your phone, laptop, desktop, and a working um, Wi-Fi or Internet connection which most mobile phones should, and we can make this thing happen, okay? So just send me a message. Also, you can, uh, at, on the homepage, you can uh, find a, a direct email to get a hold of us as well, and we'll go ahead and set that up, okay? Uh, also, uh, this podcast is sponsored by um, Paranormal Site, and, uh, you know, this is a new blog, uh, blog as well. Uh, they have a blog at paranormalsite.com, but the, the, this also uh, podcast is uh, on anchor.fm or Apple Podcasts. And then as the same, you can uh, look for your episode and send a message to, uh, to the podcast, and uh, they'll get you on as a host. But, yeah, so if you're of the paranormal-minded, if you like or interested, or if you're an investigator or a novice, Whatever, go ahead and uh, check out the Paranormal Site. That's paranormalsight.com. And look for Paranormal Site on Anchor.fm or Apple Podcasts. And, uh, and I hope you find that interesting. Okay, so let's get started. <clears throat> so it's Sunday, uh, August 15th. It's about 3.30 uh, here at home at my dining room table uh, with my daughter here next to me. And, you know, I, I tried recording this on Friday morning, but I couldn't. There was just, there was too much going on, and, and I kept, you know, stumbling. And, you know, I think because I was getting very emotional about what it is that I want to talk about today. Uh, you remember last week I spoke about um, how we, as the employees of the University of Washington, are having a hard time bargaining a, a valuable contract. You know, every four years our union goes to battle. Uh, for a, a fair compensatory um, uh, contract, you know. And as the years go by in medicine, you know, there's new skills to learn, there's, there's, new, there's new medications, there's new applications, there's new skills, there's, there's new everything, you know. And, 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 it's, and it's a learning curve, you know. There, there's always something new to keep up on, you know, especially those of you that 
have to maintain CEs to maintain your your certification. So there's always something going on. And not to mention the expanding panels and expanding patient bases. And especially now with the technology, you know, this pandemic has pushed us and shown us what technology can do. You know, uh, you know, as I mentioned before in the last podcast, I'd wished I had, um, I wish I had um, uh, invested in Zoom because, man, <clears throat> excuse me, those guys just, I can just imagine what, what their shares are like now. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, needless again to say, we've all had to learn new, you know, new ways of coping, and and especially for those that have that are frontline. Uh, workers, you know, we've we've remained in the front line. You know, we didn't, you know, we we didn't get to do telehealth. We had to be in clinic. You know, we didn't get to work from home. We had to be in clinic. You know, we stayed. We've stayed in that in that trench and that exposures way. You know, and so we've had to learn <clears throat> learning curves and new PPE methods and all that. You know, and that's a lot of emotional taxation. That's a lot of mental taxation. It just does a lot to you. You know, and then now that we've come as far as we have. You know, we continue with the ignorance of, well, this is not a, a real virus. This is still something by the Democrats. This is still something by, well, whatever, you know. It's unfortunate that everybody cannot just get on the same page and be part of a solution. No one's telling anybody what to do. No one's oppressing anybody. I think that's one of the dumbest statements that, that's been made about this whole this whole, you know, coronavirus thing, this COVID-19, this is that the government, legislature, local, whatever government is oppressing you to make you wear a mask. No one's making you do nothing. You know, we're just asking you to become part of a bigger solution. You know, it's 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 a it's, it's a health <clears throat> it's a health crisis, and we need everybody to be part of that solution to make it better. You know, I think if everybody would have been on board a long time ago, we'd be a lot further than. And then where we are now, that's for sure. You know, now we got this new variant and the numbers are going up and it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So all you uh, idiots out there that don't get on board, that don't understand your narcissism or you just don't think that it's still true or the, the death tolls are still being, I actually met somebody who said that um, the, the death tolls and the figures and all that are not real, that it's, that it's uh, created by the media to try and keep uh, the citizens down. Or so. I don't know. This was just a really stupid explanation. But anyways, um, yeah. So just please, you know, just 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 get on board for the moment. Let's get this thing out of the way so we can come back to life, you know, before everything shuts down again. But, you know, the caveat to that is, yeah, we've had to learn new emotional strategies to deal with it, to deal with patients, you know. So, you know, there, there there's so much <clears throat> to this medical field that we never thought possible, you know. And there's a lack of MAs, as always, as there will be, you know. And we're, like, I still believe that we're the most uh, demanding technical uh, position out there, most recruitable, and uh, next to the nursing, uh, uh, next to nursing. But yeah, you know, we've become so, so involved, and we need to be compensated um, appropriately. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm not, I'm not talking about being in it for the money only. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. But you know, there is a fair compensation for making somebody to do a work, uh, to do a job. Excuse me. You know, a CEO asking a medical assistant, a nurse, a PA, an RNP, an MD to put yourself in exposure's way. There's a cost to that. And you better compensate financially. You better believe it because what if you get the family sick? You know, what if you have to stay home? You know, <clears throat> you know, the more work 
the better you should treat your employee. And isn't that what what employers try to become is, a, is a, the employer of choice by telling you that we'll stand behind you, give you the best benefits, give you the best mental, the best mental health, and this, uh, you know, no, 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 no. Well, that's all the, the University of Washington is doing. The University of Washington is saying, whatever, you don't get nothing. You get to you get to keep what you've got, but we get to demand more of you, which is no, not right. Again. I've had to put myself in harm's way in urgent care, and I still do it every day. Yeah, because I did ask for it, because I did sign up for it. But you know what? If you want to retain my skill and my ability to keep you safe out there, because you have to remember, just because you work in, 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 in the office there doesn't mean that you're exempt from being part of the community. So because of people like me, the nurses, and everybody that are in urgent care, the doctors, because of us, you're safe and you're still healthy because we are out there diagnosing these patients that are sick that have this virus. We're catching them so they don't go out there spreading it. And yeah, all you CEOs and managers and everything, because of us, we're helping to keep you safe and healthy. And you don't want to you don't and you don't want to compensate those that should have it appropriately. Boy, that is, you know, I can't think of a more existential, narcissistic definition as to you know as to what you're doing you know you you you're sitting up there you know and I, and I so let me put it let me let me tell you something that happened so apparently uh when all this happened in the beginning there were a lot of jobs that were furloughed a lot of nurses that were furloughed you know and they had to go without pay for weeks i think almost a month these CEOs and higher paid executives maybe took like a thousand dollar cut a fifteen hundred dollar cut but kept the rest of their pay Right, but the rest had to furlough without pay. Now, part B is is that the community, the community and don uh, and, and and the donations uh, checks were written to the University of Washington to prevent that furlough. These checks and monies were given to say, hey, let's keep these essentials on staff. Please pay them with these monies that were given you. No, they didn't do that. They didn't pay the essential workers. They they continued the furlough and they kept that money. That is disgusting. And everybody behind that decision, shame on you. Shame on you. You that were part of that decision and the higher-ups need to be brought out, singled out by one, one by one individually, by name. <clears throat> and made public for this disgusting decision you made to not um, provide this money to the essential workers. That's just, you know, that's horrible. I, I You know, I'd, I'd hate to see that karma coming back to you. You know, you're disgusting. Yeah, you're disgusting. And you know that making that decision just makes you a horrible person. And you're still asking these people to go out there and do a job when you've when you, when you robbed them of what they deserve, what their family deserves. What about all those that got sick? What about all those that have died? What about all those that have infected their families because they go out there and you do this? And those families are still having to defend for themselves? And you do this? You're disgusting. You're below shit. Okay? I mean, I think shit thinks you're shit. So anyways, yeah, so of course we're going to demand something that's better, you know. I'm a part of SEU 1199 Northwest. They've gone to bat for us. You know, last week or the week before we had to picket. And apparently when they went back to uh, to bargain again after the picketing, the leadership at the University of Washington just sent, <clears throat> medical center just sent mediators instead of showing up themselves. What does that tell you? They just don't care. Here, talk to somebody else. We don't care. So you know what? Now there's a talk about a strike. Now the vote's going to be uh, thrown out to ask uh, all the members to vote if we're going to strike or not. 
and it's heading towards that. And when we when when the strike went on, from what I understand, there was huge support. <clears throat> excuse me, there was huge support. You know, uh, the five neighborhood clinics are four now. You know, everybody was out there picketing. There was a huge picket in front of the the um, the, the medical center in Harborview, I believe. Now they're talking about a 24-hour uh, strike. Now imagine not having employees, nurses, medical assistants, CNAs showing up for 24 hours. Dude, you're going to be in a world of hurt. World of hurt. You need us. You need us more than we need you. You need our skills. Now you think you're big and tough enough to staff that many thousands of employees within one week? I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't think so highly of yourself. Okay. So yeah, so, you know, they, they continue to say no. You guys aren't worth what you think you are. You know, and that's just, that's just inappropriate. That's so, that's just such a loss of, that's such a loss of respect, a slap in the face to all of us that are out there doing this job for you. You know, and I am imploring if you're a medical assistant, CNA, um, RN, RNP, whoever, you know, the nursing, you know, if you're under contract with a union, fight. If you're being treated fairly, unfairly, fight, fight, fight. If your union isn't fighting for you, say, hey, man, wake up. You're taking dues. Let's go. Fight, fight, fight. Now, if you don't have a union and you think you can can, can be part of one, get a hold of a union. <clears throat> Google union. Google SEIU 1199. I'm sure there's a chapter near you. And they'll do great work for you. Believe me. And and fairly fast and swift. And they'll take care of everything. You know, you know, they'll take care of everything. They'll get everybody on board. And fight for what's right. Fight for what you're worth. I know my worth. Hell, <clears throat> 28 years of medical experience, EMT, surgical technologist, medical assistant, emergency medicine, volunteer in the community. I have a, a hell of a plethora of experience, you know, not just in, in, in trauma, physical care, but in, 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 in the psychology of trauma, you know, support, you know, all of that I have to offer you. And you want to say that I'm not worth what I'm asking for, what we're asking for? You know, there are grocery uh, chains that have given their employees hazard pay. The University of Washington has not given one employee hazard pay. You know, <clears throat> if you remember here in Kirkland, there was the first um, mass coronavirus exposure. It was at an adult assisted living center, I believe. What about all those families? What about all those health care workers, you know? And what about all those health care workers and people that are still exposed because of the ignorant ones? The Trump supporters and, you know, the sect and all these that think that it's still a joke. How about how about the ones that still get infected because because of these idiots who still think that it's a joke? Now, you know, I should be fair. You know, I don't think all Trump supporters are like that, but I think the majority are, you know. And if you're not, my apologies, I take it back. But if you are, man, I think you just just need to sit home. But it's just, it's horrible, you know. It's horrible for them to say, no, you're not worth it, you know. And again, I hate it because here I am back again talking about, the, you know, the, the, an, uh, a cause and effect by the, by the, uh, by COVID-19. You know, but this, this past week, <clears throat> I lost a lot of faith in myself. Am I doing the right job? Am I in the right line of work? Am I tired? Am I getting, am I burning out? Am I, why am I getting jaded? And I really don't think it's so much because of, you know what's going on I think it's because of you guys and and we had a very very <laughs> very ugly situation happen 
You see, they want to turn our urgent care into a 12-hour-a-day urgent care. Right now, we're 10-hour shifts, you know. And sometimes it goes into 11 hours. We used to have at one time what was called a closing, um, a, a closing. Um, how can I say? We we had guidelines on on on, uh, on, on how to close the clinic if we were uh, severely, you know, over say booked with appointments during towards the end of the night. So in other words, since we close at eight, um, if by seven o'clock we have so many people in 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 in, uh, in clinic and so many waiting in the area, we get an, we get to do an early closure, right? Get to do an early closure, but since apparently one of our sister uh, clinics was abusing that, I'm still unsure how, um, they did away with it. So now, if somebody walks into the clinic, you know, at 7:59, which has happened, a brand new labor and industries, a brand new MVA, a brand new psych, the whole thing, we have to stay there. We've been there for up to 11, 12 hours. So now, if you make us a 12-hour clinic, you're pushing it to 13, 14 hours, and you say that we're not worth it. So the medical assistants were asking for administration and management for a meeting. And they were refusing. They were refusing to give us a meeting. They were refusing to sit down and talk to us. Why? Because they don't care. That's another point of their narcissism. They don't care. Well, finally, they gave us a, a, um, a date for a, a meeting. You know, the MAs. And remember, that's only actually four of us that are running an, an urgent care seven days a week. You know, that's, that's a lot. And we were very upset because the day that the meeting was supposed to happen, five minutes into it, they canceled it without notifying anybody. They canceled it. But the next day, Wednesday, if it wasn't for my coworker texting me, I wouldn't have known that they had um, just on the spot had a meeting about it without letting any of the medical assistants know. Man, how chicken shit is that? That's ridiculous. I'm talking the director, the chiefs, the <clears throat> regional director, you know, all of these people that are making these decisions that don't understand that you can turn someone's life upside down. You see, when, we, when, when those of us in the medical field get into a job like this, we have to schedule our life around the job. You know, we have to schedule our life around the job. So if you change the job, we have to change our life. And if our life is, is in a routine that works, and you change it because you want to make more money, that's rude. That's ugly. That's disgusting. It is your job to figure out a more effective way to make money. How about getting rid of employees that don't do their job and retaining that salary? Or find somebody that does do a job so your clinic moves faster and you bring in more money. How about that? How about providing more access to the patients? in the building. How about that? No, no, no. Let's make the current status quo do more work with less um, with with less employment and less staffing and we'll just make it happen like that. What what school of business did you go to? Doesn't make sense. You are purposely asking people to get you're purposely asking people to put themselves in a position that they're going to burn themselves out. And not just that, but you're putting their families in a, in a position of predicament, you know? And let me give you a big one. And let me tell you what happened with me. So, you know, I log on to the meeting because of my coworker. Because if she hadn't jumped into it, if she, she by accident got into it, you know? And if she hadn't have done that, 
I mean, we would have, we just, we still wouldn't have known what was going on. So I log on, you know, and all of these, uh, you know, management and admin, they're talking about, oh yeah, this and it's great and our and our and our patients and all that. And they have this bullshit thing about patients first. Man, you know what? I get patient first every day. When I get to urgent care, when I deal with 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 chest pains, with uh, anaphylaxis, when I deal with migraines, when I deal with with infections, when I deal with orthopedic issues, eye issues, I give patient first. I don't tell the patient. I'm there when I feel like it. No, I get up, do my job, ask what the provider asks me to do, and effectively. So that's patient first. That's patient first. No, asking me to turn my life upside down for your benefit to make you look good, that is not patient first. No. And that's another thing. Maybe you're embarrassed that things aren't looking the way that they're supposed to, so now you got to shake the tree. Well, you're doing it wrong, huh? You are doing it wrong. Totally doing it wrong. Because, yeah, it is the MAs, the RNs, the providers. We're the ones that make you look good. We're the ones that have to work to make you look good. You know? Because your job is about uh, decision-making and delegation. God forbid, you know, we're asking you to look into your heart. And, and we'll, we'll go again. let me get back to what happened to me. So, you know, I log on and I'm listening and they ask, does anybody have any concerns? And I said, yeah. So, you know, what, can you all take into consideration how this is going to topsy-turvy, you know, everybody's lives? And I told them, for example, you know, our, my, my daughter's six years old. You know, her mother was her teacher uh, for her kindergarten year. It was horrible and it was, it was very stressing. And financially it was horrible because, you know, I had to pay... Um, uh, uh, um, a daycare with money that we really don't have so now that she gets to go to school in person she's she's excited she's happy she's going to make friends she doesn't have to feel like she's less of a person so when I brought that up and I said you know I am my daughter's care, primary caretaker, caretaker in the morning I get her dressed I feed her I do her hair I wake her up I hug her, I kiss her, I tell her she's beautiful and smart. Every day I tell her she's beautiful and smart. And then I get her to where she needs to go. So what you're telling me is is that eventually you're going to make a decision that I won't be able to do that. You know what they told me? We'll take it into consideration. What the? WTFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
you know, I, I, I actually felt, you know, I, I got hot, my, my, my face started to buzz, you got that buzzing sensation, you know, I'm, I'm trying to look off to the, you know, I'm looking off, since it feels like I'm looking off to the distance, but I'm still focused, you know, I just, it's horrible, but this is all they got, that's all they got, and so now, my worth as a medical system has become shit. You know, there are days when I worked by myself that I kept that urgent care running, rooming 30, 40, 45 patients and kept it going and gave injections and gave medications and splinted and roomed and vitaled by myself. And this is a consideration that you give? That's what you've become a monster, you know, but no. I know my worth, and you can't do that. I've had I've, I've had about four different um, interviews this past two weeks. In other and and other specialties that I'd like to be a part of, but eventually, when we get to when I try and negotiate the schedule, it doesn't work, and I have to you know I have to withdraw. I have to um, you know withdraw my my bid for the job because each job that I applied for, they tell me, well, we have other interviews, but then the next day they're asking for references already. Because I know my worth. I know my experience. I give damn good patient care. And I know that wherever I go, whatever clinic you put me in, whatever specialty, I'm gonna do a hell of a I'm gonna do a hell of a job. <clears throat> Just like there's thousands of medical assistants out there that do a good job. And there's three times that that don't. And there's four times that that don't even do a job at all. They're just there, they collect the paycheck and they go off, and you let them. And when and and, and when they do bad, who suffers? The good employees. Because you like to employ people that don't have an opinion, that don't have a voice. You like to employ people that don't have a mind to defend themselves. You'd rather employ somebody that you call, what do you call it, a yes man? Yes, 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 yes. We're gonna, yes, 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 yes. And that was me up until about two months ago. You know, I, I, I used to martyr myself. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, so... There was a time when the urgent care, other urgent care locations were short staff. People taking time off because they wanted to. People taking time off because they went out the night before. People taking time off because they're going to the, the Mariners game. To the Seahawks game. You know. To, I don't know what. And that left everybody else to do, the, pick up their slack. And... And this is the way you treat them? By telling them that you possibly will not be able to take your child to school? What the? F so, yeah. So, that jaded me. That made me lose so much faith in my employer. Again, when you apply for a job, why do you apply for a job? Because you believe you have the skill that they want. <clears throat> and they and they have to. And they should. They should provide you with the, great, the best benefits. <clears throat> The best employee support, educational support, tuition assistance. That's their job. You know? This ain't no taco truck, baby. No. This is patient care. What if I give somebody, let's say, what if I, let's say I give somebody uh, Tordal instead of Seth Traxon? Or Seth Traxon instead of Tordal. 
Well, just I just defeated the purpose. They're they're leaving the same way they came in. But since I care and I pay attention, I give Torto when Torto is called for. I give I give Seth Traxon when when Seth Traxon is called for. You know, I pay attention, and I am proud in the urgent care that I work in. In two and a half years, I've not made one medication error. I've been asked to do splinting because I know how to do it because I'm well experienced. So what am I saying? On the other side, there are other medical assistants, front desk individuals, lab technicians that do a damn good job every day, every day, and they're being treated like this. And all of you out there that might be employers that treat your employees like this, you're disgusting. And yeah, you'll keep your job because your job is to produce numbers. But you better wait. Somebody just might be waiting out in the parking lot late at night when it gets dark. I'm not threatening. I'm just stating the fact. You know? And if it weren't for unions, I'm sure they would just fire me because I had an opinion. You know that I don't just call out. The time I take off has been scheduled time for whatever reason. Because I've been sick or because, you know, I had to stay home with my daughter. Because her daycare was closed. I've not taken a vacation in over five years. Five years. If I go out of town, it's because it's within the time that I have days off. That's not a vacation. You know? Because it's important to me that I get up and know that I'm going somewhere. I'm going to do a good job and affect the job and leave. And I've, and I've made a difference. But now lately, you know, I don't feel like that. I feel like I'm a pawn, you know. I feel like I'm just, I'm just doing somebody's, you know, somebody. I'm at somebody's beck, and you know, it's just, it's, it's horrible. But they're fighting for us. SEIU is fighting for us, and that's what you need to do. You know, if you're facing this same thing, you need to fight. You need to stand up. Create a podcast. Get people involved. Create flyers. Mail them out. Ooh, that's an idea. Yeah, the United States Postal Service does a, a direct to door mailing. Create um, create a, a flyer for 50 bucks, send it out to a couple of hundred houses. Make them aware. You know, with social media these days, with all of us or all of you that have a lot of friends and followers, create a post and let them um, let them uh, let them see it. Have them have them pressure. And all these people, name by name by name by name, put their names out there. Take a picture. Put their names out there. And show that this is them doing this. So when they're on the community, they're shamed. Maybe somebody will throw tomatoes at them, you know? Eye for an eye. You know? Embarrass the horror, you know? So yeah, so that's 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 just, it's a horrible situation that it has to come to that, you know? And now with, you know, with COVID-19 picking back up because you're ignorant MFers, now I have to go through it all over again because of you because of you asymptomatics that you know yeah well I've already talked enough about that but yeah so I'm gonna end it with this you know your worth you know your capacity capability you know you give good care you know you do a great job fight for it don't let anybody take it from you I had to make that decision earlier this week you know, I had to figure, I had to think, why am I, you know, why why am I putting myself through this, this <clears throat> energy where I apply for jobs, have a great interview, 
or ask for references, then I have to decline because the schedule doesn't work out. That's that's man, that's nerve wracking. You know, that tells me something. Oh, you're worth it. You're good enough. They want you at that heart institute. They want you at the ER where they deal with transplants. But no, I have to retract and stay here with these people that want to, you know, treat us like, you know, we're, 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 we're less than what we're worth. And, you know, and their narcissism and their existentialism makes them actually believe that the way they're thinking and what they're proposing is the right thing. And that we're wrong. And that, that, that we're not valuable enough to take into consideration. The narcissism and existentialism that they have is what keeps them from, from being human about it. You know, they're in the business of humanity and they can't even be human? You're disgusting. Anyways. I had to tell myself, Santino, I gotta quit doing this to myself. And I have to I have to fight for my job and, and understand how important I am. Fight for my job and let them know how important that I am. So I'm gonna fight for my job because you know, I got hired for a job. I do a good job. I'm not going to let them take it away from me. SEIU1199, thank you very much for what it is that you've done, what you're doing, what you're going to do for us. It's awesome. You're very much appreciated, man. So, remember your worth. Remember who you are. Remember what your capacity and capability is. Remember what it is you do every day. The other day, I had a, I had a patient who had been um, suicidal for two weeks. Rather, suicidal for... I think it was three months and had been on a two week a two week binge of suicidal ideation and I was part of the team that got her out of it I was part of a team that helped her find a peace I was part of a team that helped her with resources and that's just one of the many that I've done in over 30 years I know she'll come back because I've because I've yeah, I know she'll come back and that's what I do because that's my pledge to help people like that. And there are many of you out there that do the same thing. So please fight for yourself, okay? Let everybody know how important you are. Let them know how important you are. Because it's important. All right, everybody. This is Santino Tejas for All Things Medical Assistant. Let's please take care of each other. Believe in each other. Have faith in each other. Believe in yourself. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Ignore all those idiots out there that don't want to be part of the solution and concentrate on those that do. Okay? Again, um, you know, go to our, our blog, allthingsmedicalassistant.com. Find your favorite episode. Send us a voice message, especially if you want to uh, be a guest on the show. We'll make it happen again. You do not need podcasting equipment, microphones, or anything. Just a cell phone with a, with, with a connection. Um, this is sponsored by um, Paranormal Site. You can go to paranormalsite.com. There's some posts there. It's a blog. You can also go to uh, Paranormal Site, S-I-G-H-T on uh, Anchor.fm and Apple Podcasts and join in. Alright guys, to all you medicals out there, to all you front desk, to all you laboratory technicians, all you firefighters, all you police officers, everybody out there making a difference, thank you so much for everything. Remember who you are and those days when you feel less than what you are, Pick yourself up and tell those, no, this is where I'm, this is what I'm worth. And if you're one of those narcissistic, ignorant, you know, everybody else can pick up my slack ones, man, open your eyes. Because one of these days, one of these days is going to come back to you. And one of these days, you're going to, you're going to go for something you want so bad and you're not going to achieve it and receive it because you know why? Because you're ignorant. And all of this, all this existentialism 
is going to come out of you, and people are going to see what you're really worth. Ooh, I'm mad. I got to get away from this negative energy and move on. Okay, guys. All right. Santino Tez, all things medical system. Please take care of each other and be healthy. Be safe. Till next time.